Hellman on CliffCentral.com. Uh, what's happening, Vinny? Hello. What's happening, Vinny? How's it going? And uh, did um, you... Too busy uh, dancing to that Friday song. That's my jam. <laughs> it is a jam, right? Whatever happened to Rebecca Black, though? Why would she leave us with one song and then disappear? I don't know. But, you know, I think there is a video out there where she actually reacts to her own video of Friday, which is quite a good uh, <laughs> video to react to watch. Now, Vinny, I thought that you were in uh, New York, but you're still in the UK, right? Yeah, unfortunately, I move actually, we moved back the 21st of October. So that's another thing to add to our ongoing list of activities. But yeah, no, we're based in the UK at the moment. So for somebody that's never stumbled across Vinny and Luke and the stuff you guys do on YouTube, how would you introduce yourself? Well, I mean, we're very like normal couple. We kind of just do videos for entertainment value just to have a good laugh. But we kind of, you know, if something kind of strikes a particular chord with us and we kind of delve in a little bit deeper. We do a lot of charity work as well. Um, but just to laugh, really, I think we're just kind of showing different aspects of what a modern day couple kind of looks like. Let's talk about how Vinny and Luke met, uh, sort of years and years ago. Take us through that journey of Vinny meets Luke. Oh, well, we met in 2006 when MySpace was still cool. Um, <laughs> we actually, I messaged him cause I saw his profile and, you know, back then on MySpace, you kind of look at the top friends and what type of music they have and all, you know, all that Fickle thing. Um, but yeah, no, we met in 2006 and we dated long distance for seven years um, until we got married in 2013 in the UK. And we did a repeat in 2014 in New York. But yeah, we've been together nine years. So he was 16 and I was, uh, I think, 17. So it's been a, a really weird fantasy type of fairy tale. Wow. And, and what's great is that you documented all of this really on YouTube. You're very, very open and honest about your marriage and who you are. And you kind of, it must be interesting to have people know you so well all around the world, but you've never met them. Yeah, it's it's strange. It's kind of it's nice in a way because when you meet a subscriber, you don't have to explain too much. Mm. <laughs> they kind of already feel like a close friend because, you know, you are so open um, to the public. But I think Luke and I were very aware that when we grew up, the media and their um, display of you know gay people particularly was very narrow minded. So YouTube's a great platform to show all walks of life of all different you know denominations, and we're just like a you know part of the giant mix. So we kind of just want to show people, hey, this is who we are. If you can kind of relate, then cool, hang around. Just if you haven't uh, caught up with any of uh, Vinny and Luke's stuff on YouTube, this is one of your biggest videos. It's called the Husband Tag. It's had over two hundred and forty thousand views. I'm gonna give everyone like fifteen seconds of it just so that they can get the feel of what you get up to. Uh, right. So the first question is, where did we meet? Uh, online, MySpace, mm -hmm. two thousand and six. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, should I ask, like when we met in person? Uh, no, because the second question. Oh, okay. Where was our first date? Oh, I guess. All right. Well, technically, in a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> first date in a hotel room, huh? What happened, Vinny? Uh -oh. You know, that's where the magic happens, I guess. I don't know. It depends <laughs> who you ask. <laughs> uh, Vinny, growing up, what did you think your life was going to be like? Oh, man. You know, it's very bleak, I think. You know, you have big dreams as a kid, but you never imagine it to kind of pan out in a, in a weird way. But as far as, you know, growing up gay, I, I, I expected to be single. I think both Luke and I expected to be single. And it's kind of ironic that we've been committed for almost half our lives. Mm. Um but, you know, just very, very normal, very simple. And I'm, I've, I've been lucky to be put on a platform where I, you know, I can get to share this amazing journey that I've had with Luke and, you know, personally as well. 
So what's really interesting is that none of this would have happened without the internet. And I'm not just talking about the YouTube. I'm talking about meeting in the first place because you did meet online. And so the internet has played a, a major role in your love story. Absolutely. I think, you know, I think that's another reason why our story kind of strikes a chord with a larger audience because us millennials, you know, the internet is our first go-to for a lot of things. Questions, Google, YouTube. I think YouTube's kind of the second search engine behind um Uh, Google. So it's like a huge platform for us to go to, but online dating is massive. You have apps that spring up every other day. So our relationship is just kind of a, a, an aspiration of what people can obtain to and what people go to nowadays. Tell me about when it starts to take on a different meaning and people start, you know, messaging the two of you for, for help in their own lives and saying that what you're doing is resonating so much with them. And when it starts to get really personal like that with people that you've never met. Well, it's tough. You know, when we, when you're online and especially in a, a particular niche such as we are with the LGBT plus community, um, you realize that you touch people in ways that you never thought was imaginable. Um, and you kind of have to be conscious of what you say and how you present yourself. So first and foremost, we're kind of just like a big family and, and friends. So when people kind of delve into really personal issues and talk about whereabouts they are in the world and, you know, whether or not they can be put to death just by emailing us, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's a hard hitting topic, but we try to push as much information their way to make sure that they're safe and healthy and they can get, um, you know, whatever news or necessity that they need to have to live a safe life it's difficult yeah i would imagine it's tricky and and what also must be tricky is that you know this youtube channel is growing every single day getting more and more views you're on seventy eight thousand subscribers at the moment that's probably going to be double a year from now looking at the growth uh and and so now it becomes a bit of a commercial property as well and something that you can make money from but at the same time it's a very personal story to you and it's your life so how does that all sort of play out yeah, it's, it's very tricky. Um, I actually, YouTube's my full-time job as of April. It's only presented itself as a business opportunity that way. Um, but Luke and I's, our aspirations are not to be famous. Uh, we were just in Summer in the City, which is the largest UK, um, convention, um, for YouTubers. And we saw people who have like 5 million subscribers and they couldn't even walk two steps without getting mobbed. Hmm. And that's a life that Luke and I don't want to lead. Um, so I think YouTube for us, for me specifically is a job now, but it's kind of like a hopping off point to maybe bigger and better things. Um, you know, maybe going around speaking and kind of influencing people more in a charity sector as opposed to entertainment. Um, but yeah, I mean, YouTube is a big beast and on, even though those stats are quite crazy, we might, I think we have 5 million total channel views, but some videos get 5 million views alone. So we're still small fish in a large pond, but you know, it's, if opportunities presents itself, yeah, you know, why not have a hobby and make a little money on the side, I guess. Uh, a lot of young people are intimidated by the internet because, I mean, you can't, they see so many people making their dreams come true on the internet, but it's difficult for them to figure out how they can use the internet to, to get the pos- best possible outcome for themselves. How should one approach right. that? I think in a, a, a world, like a global society where we sniff out, you know, fake people, you just have to be authentic. Follow your passion. Um, I've always kind of liked, 
um, speaking with people. I've been a coach with basketball. I've been a senior mentor. I've, you know, I've done anti-bullying type of things when I was in high school. So being a presenter was always something that came pretty authentic to me. And I think people latch on to something that's um, genuine. So as far as YouTube and pursuing that, just find something that you're passionate about. And I, I really believe that passions fuel other passions. I mean, we've got a big movement here at cliffcentral.com in terms of getting people to use the internet. We call it Internet Central. We like to have conversations that inspire people to look at Google in a bit of a different way. Uh, and the internet really has changed your life. I mean, we were alluding to the fact that, you know, this love story and this matrimony came about through online dating. Uh, but the internet really can change the world in a positive way, right? It depends on how we use it, though. Absolutely. Um, it's... It's yeah, it's interesting. I I think the internet is a very powerful platform, and even though it's got really really good uses, there can be some negative backlash. But as far as communities, especially isolated communities, um, banding together and kind of circulating news and um, experiences, internet's amazing. I, I think everyone should should use it and to kind of you know put themselves out there a little bit because chances are people can relate to you know, thousands of people as opposed to the one person that's being kind of promoted. Mm. So definitely think a, a, like put yourself on a limb and, and get on it. What's the family and friends take on this uh, love story? Meet online in 2006. Uh, now you're these successful YouTubers. You're married. Everything's uh, looking up for you. You're going to move to New York real soon. Uh, what's everybody's take? Well, my mom thought I was crazy back in 2006. <laughs> but... Uh, no, she, you know, my whole family's really supportive. They buy, we have t-shirts out and they buy that. And it's kind of weird seeing them have a, a V2 hoodie. Um, but it, it's a really weird conversation having one of your best friends back in New York and saying, oh, I was just in a bar and someone watches your channel. Um, it's, it's just a reality that I think I'll never get used to. But I don't think I would have ever pursued YouTube if it wasn't for my parents who were just like, you know what, you're young. Just pursue whatever makes you happy and will support you. So it's, it's been great. Tell me about when you're uploading a video. Do you get a little nervous? <laughs> I used to. Um, you know, there's that buzz of like, you know, how, how are people going to react to this? Um, is it going to be a good video? But now I think I've, I've kind of, cause I think we have about 200 videos. I care less and less about how people are going to more or less. Um, react to it because I'm doing it for myself. And I think mm. that's a really good place to be because at the end of the day, you know, I'm going to stop making videos when I don't want to make to anymore. I don't want to feel like I'm obligated to. So if I feel like I'm putting out materials that I'm personally happy with or and or Luke's happy with, um, then I guess the reaction is kind of lesser than that. And, and how do you d decide when a video is ready? I mean, you might think it's ready. Luke might think it's not ready. I, how does that sort of collaborative process play out? You're in love with one another, but now you've got to be objective about the work. How does it work? Oh, yeah. It's it's so difficult working with a, a loved one. Luke and I are completely different, like work ethics and how we do things. Um, fortunately for me, a lot of it kind of falls into my hands. Therefore, I get a little more control than he does. Sure. But, um, you know, it depends. It depends on what the concept is, who wants to spearhead it. If it's Luke's idea, he'll kind of take charge with editing and footage and, you know, scripting if possible. But, um, you know, at the moment, we're like a month ahead. So... You, you, you kind of plan in advance and you kind of take it more of a business approach where you're combining both personal life, things that are, are relevant to your audience, engagement, um, entertainment, and you kind of just sit down, have a coffee and have a chat. But editing wise, I mean, we're both pretty good with it, pretty savvy, but I think more or less it's probably at the moment 75% my reign. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot around this term, it gets better, Vinny. And someone who's listening to the story now struggling with, you know, identity issues and, and that kind of thing. 
they're right. listening to this and they're thinking, I mean, this really is, it's almost like a romantic comedy what's happened here. It's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a super happy ending. Uh, give me the reality of the happy ending and, and just to, you know, motivate people a little bit in terms of, you know, that things will get better. It does get better. I firmly believe that. Um, as far as Luke goes, you know, my husband, he was raised in a very, very strict household. Um, very, very isolated. He couldn't kind of speak outside people that were in the congregation. And he had a very, very, like, traumatic uh, coming out process. But um, he's testimony of all, at all that it does get better because, um, you know, we have the dog and the cat and the white picket fence now. Um, but... What, no matter what type of situation you're in, I think that if you take one step at a time and take control of the aspects of your life that you can take control of, um, there's no, there, you know, you're just moving towards progress each and every day, but it does get better. Um, yeah. yeah. What, what's the most important thing that people can take away from the story of Vinny? Story of me? Well, I think... It's, you know, in, in kind of a nutshell, my whole life, I've kind of been, I think I've underestimated myself. Um, but with that humbleness kind of comes an authenticity that a lot of people lack in, you know, a globalized and fickle and or, you know, fabricated, photoshopped world. And um, being nice has always just elevated me to a new platform. Um, I think being a really, really kind human being and a friend is more valued than really anything else, more, more than money can buy. And that's kind of what's propelled me to this, you know, amazing platform that I have is just people like, you know what, you seem so authentic and I feel like you're my friend. And that just breaks down walls and you can kind of build a relationship from there. Yeah, because authenticity is a tricky one in this day and age. I mean, we can't even put a picture on the internet without putting a filter on it because we're so worried about what people might think of that zit we have on our forehead. But but mm -hmm. you seem to really be, and it resonates in the videos, it resonates as I'm speaking to you, wildly, massively, hugely comfortable with who you are. Uh, and, and that journey and that process, I mean, there's, there's highs and there's lows, but what advice could you give to people who are, you know, trying to get a little bit more comfortable with, with who they are? We alluded to it a little earlier on, but if we're really grappling okay. with it. I think that you just need to get rid of all the negative, you know, people and or aspects of your life. That's what I, you know, if for like a little inside scoop, I'm sure your viewers will love that is I mute a lot of YouTubers on my Twitter. I follow them because I want to be a part of like, you know, a big community. But when you have the constant resonance between comparisons, it kind of belittles your own personal successes and journey. Mm. And I think when you kind of block out people who can kind of combat what you're trying to achieve, it just, you know, makes you very stagnant as a person. So just kind of focus on yourself. And I always say we were in a couples panel in some of the city, but um, that at the end of the day, you wake up with yourself and you go to sleep with yourself. And the relationship with yourself is really the only thing that matters. Yeah. Don't, you know, yeah. marry someone that um, completes your world. Um, marry someone who complements it. You got to be complete as a person and as an individual first and foremost. And then everything else will just fall into place around it. V Vinny, you're taking me to church on a Sunday here. You really are. <laughs> uh, but it, but it, yeah, you are wildly comfortable with who you are and it's, and it's fantastic. And that's why I think you're going to go from strength to strength. Uh, very, very cool hanging out with you. Uh, and, and thank you so much. I know Luke is at work at the moment, but you'll pass on our regards, right? Yes, absolutely. And if you want to take, you want to go to church anytime, I'm, I'm free, not even on Sundays. So, you know, <laughs> Just got to hop on a plane to the UK and say, yo, what's happening, Vinny? <laughs> Power of the internet, you never know. Uh, there you go. Vinny, thank you so much for hanging out. How do we keep up with uh, V Squared all day, every day? 
Well, I mean, you can go to LukeAndVinny.com if you want. That's our website. Or, or follow me on Twitter. And we're all over the place. There's, <laughs> you'll find us. <laughs> Just got to look it up on Google. First step. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Vinny, thank you so much for hanging out. And uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Okay, cheers. Thank you. Such a pleasure. Oh, so cool hanging out there with uh, Vinny from V Squared, a very successful YouTube channel. Uh, you can get your weekly dose of V Squared uh, right on YouTube by going to the V Squared page. Uh, we were speaking about the internet. The internet can change your life. You know that we are a big fan of this term, Internet Central. Uh, we teamed up with the good folk at MWeb to let everybody know that you got to try and get the best you possibly can out of the internet. It is waiting for you. you got to seize the opportunity. And if you need to get better internet, you can join MWeb online at mweb.co.za. You can hit them up on Twitter at MWeb Connect or head on to facebook.com forward slash mweb the better internet you got the better your life's gonna be and i'm here to teach you how to channel the internet you know well not really me i'm here to give you the story of Vinny, who used the internet really really well to change his life and then you kind of you know take some parallels and do a little bit of what Vinny did a little bit of what you want to do and boom next thing youtube star and i'm speaking to you as part of our internet central stuff uh very very cool hanging out there nice nice chat Luke Hellman on cliffcentral.com